of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Everybody, it's 8:45. This is Dale Johnson on KFOR FM 103.3, 12:40 a.m. And it's my pleasure today to be sitting down for a conversation with Lincoln's mayor, Lyrian Gaylor Bayard. Mayor Gaylor Bayard, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Dale. It's so great to be with you again. Uh, it's some decent weather here for uh, the time that we have leading up to Halloween. So I want to talk about winter weather you know there isn't going to be snow don't you haven't you heard the old <laughs> farmer's almanac it's supposed to be drier than normal that's great news i'm not yeah. going to jinx it by, okay. by agreeing with you or anything because okay. we're getting ready for whatever mother nature's in All their right. way well that's a good way to get started good way to prepare you revealed you and liz elliott from the lincoln transportation and utilities department revealed a dozen new multi-use trucks uh, review for listeners the uh, the big deal that this is for LTU and the city. Yeah, this is huge. We've made a big investment on having really fantastic, efficient equipment that can help us get more snow plowed faster. Uh, we think we can shave off maybe up to even two hours of time during severe weather events using these new snow plows that have not only plows on them, but also de-icing uh, equipment and can help us hit the streets and deal with whatever the conditions are faster. And they are, they are, they are beasts. I, was, I got to drive one yesterday in the parking lot. They are enormous and they're really high tech. And, and I guess what I would want everyone to know is that we've been planning for this equipment for quite some time. We plan for winter operations all year long. We talk about snow in the summer at the city because we know how important it is to have a good response when the when the winter season finally does come. Mayor, I know uh, the load on these trucks when we get a lot of snow. A couple of winters ago, it seemed like we had uh, three, four inches every three or four days there, and then we've had our winters where the snow has been scarce. But when those trucks hit the streets, the demand is immense. They cover mile and mile and miles of, of uh, city streets. Uh, and, and they have to work. They have to work not just sometimes, but every single time. So can you give us a sense of lifespan for uh, an average truck? Because I know you said yesterday uh, some of these were replacing older trucks in the fleet. Yeah, I don't have the exact lifespan okay. for you, Dale, because, you know, at the city we have, like, we, we, we continue to do maintenance yeah. and repair on our vehicles yeah. and really, you know, work them till the very bitter end. But it was time to get new trucks, and, and not only because of the age of our previous vehicles, but also because uh, we want to have the more modern equipment that can help us get the job done more efficiently. And um, we anticipate that... Uh, along with all the contractors who were hiring to help us plow faster in the private sector, that our public snow fighters uh, will be able to get out and plow our arterial streets with these super combo trucks uh, and complete those arterial routes by up to maybe two hours earlier than they have been able to in the past. Um, these are 
these are really big vehicles with a lot of capability. Um, and one of the ways we help them, the whole snow fighting response, be so effective is by actually being out there proactively and putting brine down on the mm-hmm. streets. As you know, you see those those sort of wet lines in the road when we know there's snow in the forecast, and that's that's our our brine technology that helps us uh, keep the streets from icing up in the first place to the best of our ability. What resonates most with people hearing us right now, Mayor, is the fact that these plows have committed, not just this year, but have in past years, committed to getting into the residential streets sooner. Our, our city response is absolutely, uh, when we have really severe storms, been getting into the residential streets sooner. These new super combo trucks are too big for residential, but they will clear our arterials. And that will, okay. and having these new trucks that are, that are working hard on arterials will allow the rest of our fleet to get into residential more effectively and, and quickly. So it, it is, it's a powerful tool in our toolbox to help fight the snow and make sure that people can continue to get to and from work and school and appointments. I mean, this is about keeping people safe and helping to keep people moving through our community and successfully. Before we get off the subject, white, excuse me, Mayor, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but before we get off this subject here, uh, I want to give kudos to, to two more groups. One, the contractors that have the tractors and the wherewithal and the ability to go through the residentials. And two, the city crews and the the people who own those tractors, uh, the commitment to get out and to, to do the snoveling, snoveling, shoveling of the snow, uh, move it away before most of us get up out of bed and hit the streets. So that's another group that we need to give kudos to. Absolutely. They are incredibly dedicated, both the folks on our LTU team at the city and, and all the private folks who come out and support the effort. I was at one of the shops last winter in the midst of it all, and we were, you know, bringing them donuts and coffee and having uh, having a talk with them as different crews came off shift and other ones headed out. And, yeah, it's a, it's a 24-7 type of operation. And so we just ask that when the snow hits, um, you know, that people give them the room to do their job and, and pay attention online at lincoln.ne.gov for any updates about parking, uh, you know, how to park when the snow comes so we can allow them to do their job. And, and also, we really thank the people who are snow angels, the folks who come out and help plow mm-hmm. uh, the sidewalk, who shovel the sidewalks for neighbors who are less able to do so. And if people want to join that volunteer effort, they can sign up at our website at lincoln.ne.gov snow. Mayor Gaylor Bayard on Lincoln Live today. Uh, I admitted earlier this week that I obviously have a colorblind problem. Uh, I admitted the lights were blue, (laughs) Uh, more like purple. Uh, Let's talk about that for a while. This wasn't planned. This wasn't part of the purchase to have purple hues on the streets of Lincoln. Uh, The LEDs, great idea during the street replacement plan, but manufacturer defect turning those bright lights purple. That's right. Yeah, we, we undertook that LED streetlight conversion citywide. We knew that it would have great benefits. We know that it's saving taxpayer dollars. It's helping to make the roads safer for not only drivers, but pedestrians and cyclists and all everyone who's out there and, and also reduce our maintenance costs. Um, not to mention the benefits to our environment because they're so long-lasting. What we didn't anticipate was that, yes, this manufacturing defect would turn some of them purple, which is, of course, a pretty fun effect for the Halloween season, mm-hmm. but uh, but we know that's not what we you know that's not what we paid for. So the manufacturer, uh, we are getting this fixed at no cost to our residents or to the city, um, and we have crews that are going to be out starting to make those final 
transitions back to white lights uh, in the next week and in the coming weeks. Mayor Gaylor Bayard with me for the conversation from uh, snow removal and purple lights to broadband access. Lincoln's on a short list of cities uh, getting kudos from the Milken Institute. Best performing cities and micro business activity report out of the Milken Institute. Uh, giving kudos to communities who have a broadband infrastructure that is uh, noteworthy. Yeah, just another wonderful affirmation of our city and how we are a hotspot for tech innovation and job growth. We have a broadband infrastructure that helps support that success and uh, support our businesses. It was an investment that we made as a community. We're a gig city, and it is really demonstrated, I think, that when you expand broadband infrastructure in a community, you can really promote economic opportunity and support your entrepreneurs. And that's just, just what we're laser-focused on right now as we move forward in 2022. Uh, for most people, they just want to be able to Google uh, maybe maybe buy their products on Amazon and uh, see what's up on eBay and, and Facebook. But businesses demand uh, speed and they demand consistency. And we're so fortunate to have a company like Allo here and organizations that uh, demand high-speed infrastructure. Uh, Huddle comes to mind. There are dozens of other businesses that don't come to my mind right now. But, but high-speed Internet is a factor uh, into making the decision on where they locate. Yeah, that's right. This is something that we believe is a competitive advantage for Lincoln, and it is certainly something we brag about and make sure people understand when we're trying to recruit businesses and workforce here. Um, but yeah, it also keeps you from having that frustrating little circle on the mm -hmm. screen when you're trying to access new information online, and that's important not only for you know kids who are playing games on the computer or parents who are trying to get work done at home, um, but also for our businesses that rely on fast speeds for making sure they can move commerce and help grow our economy. Mayor Gaylor Bayard for the conversation on Lincoln Live. Uh, tough to replace uh, a person with library commitment like Pat Leach. She retired at the end of August after 40 years of service to the city. Uh, so we'll call uh, your, uh, we'll call her successor. Uh, we'll call him a successor. You have named a, a new library director for the city of Lincoln. That's right. Um, and yes, I mean, thank goodness Pat Leach is still doing all about books. I love hearing her voice on the radio still, which is wonderful. And, we, and we've gotten the chance to see her recently. Um, her legacy of service and leadership in Lincoln City Libraries is enduring and so deeply appreciated. 40 years of service with 14 as director. So we're, we're very, I mean, she's a well-deserved well retirement for Pat Leach. And as hard as it was to have her say goodbye to the Lincoln City Libraries office. Um, we are really excited to start a new chapter with uh, Ryan Weaver, who will begin on December 8th. He's right now the director of the Kalamazoo Public Libraries in Michigan. He's been leading that system for the last five years. Uh, he's, he emerged as a consensus unanimous top candidate during our search. Uh, we all thought he was really, really outstanding, um, enthusiastic, seasoned and experienced and um, a proven record of leadership. So we're just thrilled to have him come join our team. When does he start? December 8th. All right, December 8th.
Mayor Gaylor Bayard for the conversation. Uh, Mayor, just a couple of minutes left. Uh, businesses can apply for grants online. There's a million and a half dollars available to small businesses for utility assistance. Could you touch on that? That's right. Here at the city, we want to, you know, make sure that we, this is one less bill that our small businesses will have to think about. We are, we have been deploying our federal relief funds, our American Rescue Plan funds to support small businesses in our community and help them bounce back from the pandemic. And so this small, um, you know, utility grant assistance is an opportunity for them to not have to worry about that bill and instead focus on their employees and growing their operation and and so we're really thrilled to have this resource available we um, are accepting grants and are accepting applications for the grants right now and you can go to lincoln.ne.gov arp to find out more about them um, so far over 130 businesses have applied and more are still working through the application so I'd encourage anyone, any business that's thinking about it to, to hustle in and, and get an application in. Over a million dollars in relief has already been requested. And like you said, we've got $1.5 million to hand out. Mayor, I want to leave script here for just a second and talk about uh, some powerful conversations with inspiring women that will be coming to Lincoln for the Chamber of Commerce Women in Business on uh, November 10th at the Lincoln Marriott Cornhusker Hotel. The keynote speaker is Morgan Shaw Parker. Uh, she is president and COO of the Atlanta Dream WNBA. She is the 2022 Women in Business keynote speaker, 25 years of experience in sports business across the WNBA, the NFL, the NCAA, Nike, doing my due diligence to try to line up a conversation with her. But as a woman in government, and some could argue that government is a business, uh, would you talk about the satisfaction that you get as a female uh, in your position of, of running a city, which some could argue is equivalent to the CEO of a business? Well, sure. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it was a motivating factor for me to, to take on this leadership role, this, this executive leadership role. I'm only the third female mayor that Lincoln has had, and um, it's really important. More women need to be in executive roles because I, I think, you know, not only do we do great work, I mean, there is, um, it is just so important for people to understand possibility by what they see. And I think when I, um, when I have moms bring their little girls up to me when I'm out and about in the community and have, make sure that their daughters know that the mayor is a woman, that's a huge point of satisfaction for me because that's just created a sense of possibility for that little girl. And, you know, I had a fun conversation with my own 14-year-old daughter recently where I mentioned something about, oh, this mayor in the other community. And my daughter just assumed the other mayor was a woman. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness, that's fantastic because we are so underrepresented in government uh, elected roles. So, I, I mean, for me, it's just a, a personally satisfying piece of helping to uh, other girls out in the community have a better sense of what options and opportunities are available to them as they grow up. Mayor, five sec five seconds. What are you going as for Halloween? Oh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh. it involves an ode to Olivia Newton-John. Okay, <laughs> like that. Mayor, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Happy Halloween. All right. Thank you, Dale. Happy Halloween to you and your listeners. Nine o'clock at KFOR Lincoln.